Hello, welcome to more of the Richard Herring podcast feed, powered by Acast Plus. Uh, hope you're enjoying all these tour podcasts. There is still a chance to catch some, though they're selling out very fast. Uh, we, in fact, Sheffield on the 7th of March sold out. Uh, but check the theatre website for returns. Uh, Monday, the 11th of March, Adam Buxton and Lemsis A in the Leicester Square Theatre sold out. But you can get tickets for the Warwick Arts Centre, where I'm talking to Lindsay Santoro and the Exploding Heads internet phenomenon, and at Bedford on the 21st, where I'm talking to Olaf Falafel and my old friend Al Murray. I'm at Glasgow uh, on the 27th of March, sold out, Susie McCabe and Fred McCauley, and then at Hull on the 28th of March with Tommy Cannon and Bob Morton. Uh, there are three tickets left as I talk to you so get there quick if you want to come and see that also this richardherring.com slash come and see me on tour doing stand-up for the first time in six years richardherring.com slash ballback coming lots of places around England and some places in Scotland uh, and that's about it for the moment all right sit back relax and enjoy rahalastapa normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. <laughs> oh, you just caught me enjoying the Ofragun 50 DVD. Uh, it's new. It's at gofasterstripe.com. Uh, this is a four-disc set. It's got Ofragun 40, loads of extras as well. And we only made a very limited number of them, so there aren't many left. So hurry up and buy one if you want one. Gofasterstripe.com. You can also buy things like Happy Now, Lord of the Dancetti, and Fist of Fun. Oh, that was rubbish. That other guy in it was rubbish. Uh, and things like Emergency Questions. Why not go to gofasterstripe.com? There's other comedian stuff on there as well. They're really good. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Rahalastapa. Rahalastapa. Uh, uh, this week with Ed Gamble. Uh, we're on tour constantly all the time, either in London or all around the UK, probably the world by now. So why not go to richardherring.com slash gigs or richardherring.com slash rahalastapa slash tour or rahalastapa.co.uk slash gigs. And you can find out if I'm coming near to you and who will be on. Buy your tickets. Please come and see us live if you've enjoyed these on video and on audio. But for now, let's sit back, relax, and enjoy Rahalastapa Rahalastapa with Edward Gamble. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to King's Place. Please welcome a man who's come back for another week from his holiday. His wife's going to be furious with him. Why didn't he do pointless celebrities? It's Richard Herring! Hello! 
how are you doing? Oh, no, that's all right, it's just my past. It's all right, it's nothing important. Don't worry about it. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, just take your own time, don't worry. <laughs> you got a beer for me? <laughs> don't drink. Um, welcome to uh, the uh, King's Place and uh, this uh, podcast, which is called Richard Herring's Lumber Support Trust Podcast. It's... Uh, <laughs> got to find a new gimmick with podcasts. There's so many podcasts. This gimmick now, the, this podcast is uh, me and my guest will be wearing a different lumber support truss. Uh, yeah, we will mainly discuss how that is going for us, how much support we're getting from it, how it's helping our old backs. Although he's not that old, this guy. Although I was hanging down at uh, Woolacombe Surf Centre uh, the other day, uh, trying to buy some surfing clothing, because uh, I sure love surfing. Surfing around... Some people like pedalling on like one of those little pedal boat things. Well, not me. I say, "Where pedal around?" You go on a surfboard. Doesn't need to be pedal. Just use the motion of the ocean. <laughs> oh, wish, wish. Uh, the guys in that shop, <laughs> self-referential. Uh, they call it Rehelstabats. So I don't know if that's going to catch on. Uh, I've just got notes for uh, last week's show. There, it is. Uh, it's. Uh, it's, it's good to be back. Um, it is. I do have a confession to make. Uh, the, the people of uh, the papers have been in touch and um, have carried this subterfuge off for a long time, but we actually record two podcasts on the same night. <laughs> it's the same audience, it's the exact same audience. And then even this audience, even though they were here uh, for the first one, seemed really upset and angry <laughs> that that's. What? I thought it was next week. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be in trouble. I was going to be fired. You can't lie anymore in the media. That's apparently... That joke is so offensive to people that I would have been fired from the BBC. If, Hold on, I'm not even on the BBC! Why have I wasted my time? Never mind. Um, uh, it's nice to be back, anyway, from holiday this week. And I'll, I'll quickly chat with uh, an audience member. There's a man here. How are you doing? What's your name, sir? Chris. Chris. Reece. Oh, Reese. Same thing. It's the... <laughs> Like the Welsh Chris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, whereabouts in Wales are you from? Um, Blackwood in South Wales. Blackwood, he is from Wales as well. It's perfect. I, I didn't even ascertain. And what do you do in uh, Blackwood in South Wales? I mean, not much because it's all closed. Everything's bro- closed down, right? Yeah. Oh, you don't live there anymore. What do you do now here in London? I just presumed he lives in London again. Bang on the nose. No, okay. Where do you, where do you live? Horndick. <laughs> if you were Dean, that would be so funny. Uh, what do you do in... Where's Horndean? Uh, wow, that's miles away. Why have you come all this way to see this? For work. Oh, for work. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you do in Horndean? What, what do you do in London when you're not in Horndean? Uh, I work for a university. <laughs> okay. Okay, I didn't think it would get more boring than it had been, <laughs> but we managed to just, it just got progressively worse through the conversation. <laughs> but, uh, I feel like pushing it a bit further, but I won't thank you for coming. Thanks for coming all the way from Horndean uh, to see the show. Uh, look, we're going to crack straight on. My guest this week, he's probably best known for his appearance on this series of Love Island. So it's uh, <laughs> amazing he's come from the island... <laughs> I don't know if he's still in it or what. We're going to find out. I don't watch it. Uh, but he's got taken some nights off from t- trying to have sex with some women to come here to talk to me. Will you please welcome Ed Gamble, ladies and gentlemen. He's Ed Gamble from Love Island. From Love Island. 
Thank you. Cons it's constant. Yeah. But, and I, it was very suspicious. I hadn't even put two and two together that you only tried to book me for this after all that started <laughs> happening. And I always, I've done this once before, and I was yeah. saying to you backstage, I've done it once before, and I was on after, go, what, the week after, uh, Catelyn Moran last time, yeah. and Richard had done a really nice interview. It's very funny, but tackled some topics, talked about serious stuff. Same today, talked to Michael Sheen about films, and then I'm here as just the sort of whipping boy, <laughs> because you've been sat there for an hour and a bit going, I just want to say something naughty! <laughs> Definitely, this, it's the way it's been going yeah. recently. It's good. It's good to have you here. Thank you. I've come from fucking Love Island. And I presume that your acceptance on this show is your acceptance that it is called Trivial Pursuits and that that <laughs> is now over. Um, so, right, so what, you do look like that guy, though, from Love Island. You look exactly like you've got exactly your face on his face. I don't think I do. You do, I exactly. think we're the same sort of white man. Oh, it's exactly... <laughs> If anything, he's got sort of slightly thinner features that make him look like a... I think he looks like a Piero version of you. <laughs> I, I think wow, that like is someone... the first time Piero and Love Island have been mentioned in the I same think it's sentence. like someone's kind of slightly gone... made his eye... Small face. Yeah, he's got a small face. It's your fan from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> nice to see there's still one knocking about. <laughs> Do you know, it's 20 years ago this week since uh, this morning Rich Not Judy was last broadcast. What, are you cheering the fact he got <laughs> taken off the air? <laughs> 20 years since I was last on the telly. <laughs> it'll happen to you, don't worry, it'll happen to you one day. One day it'll be 20 years. Nah, Love Island doesn't finish for 25 years. <laughs> How's he doing, the bloke? Is he still in I've Love Island? I've got no idea, I don't watch it. Oh, come on, they must. You must get updates. I, get, no, I just Twitter. get updates. Yeah, but it's not updates on how he's doing. It's just, uh, you look like him. It's like, yeah, we've established that. Please move the fucking conversation on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, your downstairs maintenance. Oh, Straight in with I the big topics? I don't think we talked about this before. Um, Greg Davies name-checks you in his DVD mm -hmm. when he talks about an, uh, you going upstairs before a night out, was it, or just after a gig? I, it was just because I, I used to support Greg on tour. Yeah. So I mean, he, but you don't need to I think yourself. he simplified the... It was okay. a broader conversation about, about maintenance okay. and sort of general male hygiene. Yeah. And I happened to mention that I uh, trim, trim my pubic area. Yeah. Trim the pubes. I don't like to take like, chunks of flesh off or anything. It just, like... How far do you go with uh, trimming the pubic hair? It depends hair? how I'm feeling on yeah. the day. It depends, it depends what sort of... Do you ever, go right, do you ever go right back to I have to done, the... and that's not... That, yeah. No. <laughs> it looks awful. Yeah, yeah really, really bad. Like, an absolute mess down yeah. there. <laughs> You've got to keep a certain amount. You've got to keep a certain amount. Because I'm from another generation. I have dallied with this in, the, in my life, but it feels wrong. And what, if you, if you shave some of it off, it just grows back thicker. Everyone knows that. Well, don't think that's true. OK. So you've, you've, dall you've dallied. I've dallied with it. You've <laughs> dallied. I've had a go down there. As much as Greg has, I think Greg's in the routine talks about. Yeah, so, so Greg then does a routine about cutting his pubes, but there was no need for him to mention me by full name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, a little advert for you, though. It, it was not a little advert. Yes. What, happen what happened 
was that I happened to be, I was on tour at the same time as him. So quite often I'd turn up at a venue to do like the studio space of the massive venue right. that he was doing. Okay. And the technician would greet me at the door and then go, oh, hello, Ed. We had Greg Davis in here last week. And then they'd look at me and I'd think, you're thinking about my pubes. <laughs> it's nice for an older act to support a younger act like <laughs> get their name out. Actually, now you're laughing, your eyes have gone a bit more Piero. Yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you are a bit more like that guy. That's um, I'm interested in that. It's kind of that, because it... There were, well, I remember when women didn't even do it. Mm. In the good old days. I, you know, I remember... <laughs> It was a better time, wasn't it? So the older guys remember and the older ladies remember and there was time when you'd get down there, be a big, proper thatch of And hair. You, you'd have one as well. <laughs> it'd all get caught on each other like Velcro. <laughs> and so then women started shaving it off. Yeah. And then, then they, the shavers, the razor factory manufacturers thought, well, we haven't we're not sold enough razors. We're going to have to get guys to do this as well. Oh, and then we fell for it. Why are we doing it? Well, you haven't fallen for it. You're well, still, you know, you're still out there. I've dallied. Ro- you've dallied, yeah. <laughs> sure, you've dallied, but right now you're rocking a full fro, right? I am. You've, you've, that... not, you've not even trimmed your jumper. <laughs> the hair starts growing, like, on your actual penis eventually. Have you, have you had that? No, because, Richard, that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that you've made up. <laughs> the hair does not start growing on your actual penis. <laughs> So you Not think that if you, if you start trimming your pubes, the hair goes like, oh, fucking hell, right. We're coming back with a vengeance. And then starts growing out of the Can't actual you know, penis. Yeah. Not at the end. Not out of the end. Oh. Not, of course. Not out of the end. That would be ridiculous. I'll show you backstage. I'll show you backstage. <laughs> it's weird that we've got... Because, you know, men are starting... You know, my dad was so hairy when he was, like... My age, and, mm. I mean, I didn't look at him when he was 51, <laughs> but when I was a young man... And he Harry, was... did he have a hair coming out of his dick? <laughs> I imagine he did. He had a very hairy back. I thought that's going to be my life. It's going to be, he had, like, this ridiculously... Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. I presume he still has it. It's just great hair. <laughs> I'm on holiday with him. I'll, I'll check when I get back out. <laughs> Can I just check your back out? Yeah. I get a bit of hair on my back, but not very much. I, I've got a couple of little tufts for me, but how do, how do you get rid of them? Well, I mean, you have to do a wax job, but you can just... You can, you can, can try you and, sh- try you can and shave, shave it, it, put it on a selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> you can try or get a friend to do it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, people have... But have, you, have you had the back sack and crack? No, I can't... Right, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Can, how do they wax the sack? If, it feels really delicate. I, yeah. I just imagine it's the whole thing coming away. <laughs> you must occasionally, occasionally, a pod must come. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit must come off. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted. I would like to have no hair on my anus area. <laughs> I'd like that to be clean as a how baby's much, bottom. When you say on your it. anus area. Yeah. How far in are you talking? <laughs> it's not growing but out you, of my anus again. It's not, there's nothing... But you worry, no if you, if you so, wax it, yeah. it's going to start growing out of your anus. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever pulled one of your wife's hairs out of your anus? <laughs> right, so... <laughs> this has happened to me, not specifically your With wife's my hair. Wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite sort of joke, by the way. Um... I, I, live, I live with a lady, she's got a lot of hair, yeah. it goes everywhere, and one day, <laughs> I was just having a little 
wash. Yeah, okay. And I found the little the start of something, and I was like, give that a tug. Yeah. And it was a whole hair. Had you swallowed it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what floor it had oh, got in on. I had just <laughs> sucked it up in the night. Yeah. Like a sort of sea, seashell yeah. creature. <laughs> I was worried for a while it was just one of mine that had gone all the way through. <laughs> Sort of just start flossing my body. Yeah. I don't think that's happened to me, but it, you know, it may have, may have done. Yeah, <laughs> may have done. Think you'd remember. <laughs> I've, I've lived a long life. There's been a lot. Of, <laughs> a lot of things have come out of there. Yeah. But, but I'd like it if it was. I don't want to keep on going. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine going to somebody and saying, "Would you wax my ass?" Yeah. That would be. I wouldn't want to put someone through that job. No. I How many imagine people... why you would want to do that. I mean, if I was there, if I was doing that job, I'd say, I'll do your back, I'll do your sack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing no crack. But that, that'd, be the back and, that'd be the back and sack guy. When your back done and your sack done, come to me. But I do not want any crack. And then they just open the door and they're somewhere like, hello. <laughs> I do the crack. Because, <laughs> you know, especially it's hairy... Yeah. I mean, the reason I'd like it to be gone is because, you know, things coagulate in the hair, not necessarily the hair of your... What? <laughs> so, you said you wanted a serious, in-depth... Yeah. ..interview about a serious topic. But you know you could just wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go, oh, God, there's loads of things coagulating and getting caught up in there. I'll have to go and get all the hair taken out. <laughs> You're walking around with an ass like Mr Twit's beard. <laughs> Well, I'd have to, if I went to someone doing that, you'd have to wash it, wouldn't you? That's a, yeah, you would. It's so another, another job. That's the thing. You'd go it's to the dentist, job. you want to have a quick clean beforehand. It's the same thing with a crack man. <laughs> but it's nearly always a woman who does that, isn't it? I don't know. Any, not... Are there anybody who does back sacks and cracks? Am I being sexist? I think it's usually a female. You used to do it? You're a woman, aren't you? QED. <laughs> How did you find doing the crack? No, that's fine. That's fine. Was it? Was it the sack that was the. No, that was Is it? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's quite wrinkly. You have to stretch. <laughs> and do uh, people go there in order to get aroused and do they become aroused? We had someone who came into the salon once. Yeah. When he realised that we weren't that kind of massage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had someone who came to the salon. I'm just repeating with people at home. Yeah. I mean, I think calling it a salon is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to my arse and ball salon. <laughs> you, you only really do one style. <laughs> Did you have pictures on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Black and white pictures of 80s ball sacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, one, it's one of the tip topics ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> so your current show, Blizzard. Blizzard. Which I think will still be on tour even when this goes out. Yeah, some, we're doing some more, time in the, away. more in the autumn. Yeah, yeah. so um, is that, I'm, gonna, I'm guessing this is what it's about. OK. You were caught up in a blizzard in New York. Yes. That's the starting point. Yes. But you're also going to talk on about the blizzard... 
in your life that is, <laughs> that is uh, type 1 diabetes. I do, I do talk about that, but I don't It's like go, a blizzard, isn't and it? And I'll tell you it's what else is like a blizzard. Sure. <laughs> I've never been able to do anything like that. <laughs> Com- some comedians are so good at being like, and that reminded me of this. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I find it too awkward. Right. I mean, no, I, I just talk about, I finish a bit and then I go, okay, now I'm going to talk about something else now. <laughs> Can't link it all up. But I talk about being stuck in New York and I talk about being diabetic. Yeah. And I talk about my dad and a cat. Okay. And, a, and also a guide dog. That's good. But there you go. Don't need to come now. What? How many types of diabetes are there? Because there's, there's two famous ones. In... <laughs> Interesting question. Because I'd like to know more about so it. The two, ignorant about the it. Two bi- there's the two big ones, the two types of yeah. diabetes. But they went their separate ways. One now does a lot more. Um, it's on telly a lot more. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, of them, one of them's just mainly on podcasts. There's, you took ages to get that. You're supposed to know what he's on about. <laughs> there's type 1, which is... I've got you that one. You've got that. Yeah, there's type 2. I believe there is technically a type 1.5, which is like late adult onset okay. type 1. Because type 1 is kids get type 1. Kids get type 1, yeah, yeah. sure. Type 2 is adults get type 2. Adults get type 2, yeah. Type 3, Alzheimer's disease. Is that true? Yeah. A... Di- a Diabetes. So it's old people get type three. Old it's just the older get you get. Three. Type four, you only get that if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> type I... five comes way down. Eons <laughs> later. I've got type six. It's gone all the way around. It's gone all the way around. You can get it when yeah. you're a baby. <laughs> you can get it when you're pregnant as well. Yeah. I'm just spreading um, real facts. Uh, <laughs> gestational diabetes. Um, sometimes women get it when they're pregnant, um, but then it complete, it, it stops as soon as they give birth. Do you think if you give birth, you'd be cured? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, fingers works? crossed for a baby. Yeah. Is it good having diabetes? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Quite often, people who've got an illness or a disability yeah. say, you know, I wouldn't, if their cure came along, I wouldn't take the cure. I'm, oh, I'm I'd, glad about who I am. I'd take that cure straight away. Yeah. It's a fucking pain in the ass most of the yeah. time. But it makes me uh, actively a bit more healthy because I need to sort of look after what I'm doing and keep an eye on. On my own body and stuff. Yeah. Shave my pubes, that sort of thing. <laughs> that might be what did it. Yeah. When you're near King's Cross St Pancras... Yeah. ..does that make you feel bad because you haven't got a pancreas? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was thinking about you today. So many things to unpick <laughs> with that, Richard. <laughs> also, I love that you included the King's Cross bit for no fucking reason. <laughs> um, I, the pancreas is the issue, yes. Not pancreas. <laughs> Okay. It's not my pancreas, and I do have a pancreas. I didn't just wake up one morning and I'd shat it out in bed. <laughs> I have a pancreas, it just doesn't yeah. work. Okay. So, no, it doesn't, I mean, it, you know, but weirdly, it will now make me really angry. <laughs> <laughs> in the, we did a thing called the Organ Gang, uh, in, in This Morning, Rich Not Jewish. Yeah. And I... Of course you remember. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And I, well, I basically, uh, he'd Stuart didn't really like the organ gang. Yeah. And I basically did it all myself. Uh, I sent out, there's going to be a character called St Pancreas. Yeah. It was a holy figure who came in and was hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> we never got that far. But now I know about you, I would, wouldn't have put it in. You were offensive, I yeah. to offend. It's kind of all right to take the piss out of diabetes, isn't it? I think so, as, yeah, long, as, you, as long as you've got all the facts. You... you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun to not... 
You got uh, reviewed by diabetes.co.uk. Did I? <laughs> there was, I, did not know, I did not know that. <laughs> One of the first things I thought is like, 2018 is a big year for diabetes-based <laughs> shows. It's, where is it? It's di- type 1 diabetes shows to hit the Ed Fringe. Oh, right, OK. Uh, so said, there was you in another one. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Two people doing But that's a big year for diabetes-based <laughs> shows. <laughs> they were very only... They only liked t- t- type one. <laughs> and like, this is that you've all... It's sort of all... You got it when you had a cold, is that right? Well, this is the weird thing. I, yeah. gave, I did an interview, I think it was like the Daily Mirror or something. Right. And I think... Because you, you don't really know why, why it happens, but it's an autoimmune condition, so I got a really bad cold, and I think my, my immune system attacked the cold and then attacked fucking everything. Okay. Uh, and I said, that might be it, to the Daily Mirror, and the okay. headline was, a cold gave me diabetes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared now. You're scared of getting scared a cold? Of getting, yeah, I might get a cold and then I might get diabetes and end up like you. <laughs> On Love Island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alone. <laughs> you get some good. You got all the gadgets, though. So I like gadgets, and there's lots yeah. of gadgets that come with diabetes. That's I'll put good... out a trigger warning at the start of this podcast. Say, so if you have if you have diabetes, you may not want to listen to this one. <laughs> Here are some numbers. You go to diabetes.co.uk is what I'd say at the start. What um what gadgets? Do You've you got think? like um an injecting uh, machine. An injecting machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hypodermic needle. I've got a little. It's a little pen. You've got a thing that you here. put. I've seen you do a routine about pricking your finger. Yeah, but I've got a new thing now, a new okay. gadget that you'll like. Because I love gadgets. I've got, <laughs> you'll then wait till you hear this. Right, okay. I've got a new thing called a Dexcom, right? Okay. Which is a little, so I don't have you to. You can prick. talk to your pancreas. I, don't, I can chat. I can chat to it. I can hello, have a chat hello. to it. Make some insulin. No, fuck off. <laughs> Inject it. It's but, really boring. I don't care. I'm having fun doing nothing here. <laughs> The worst thing is, even if we did have the technology for me to talk to my pancreas, it wouldn't answer any of my questions because it's fucking dead. <laughs> well, you feel sorry for people upset. Now. It's his pancreas. Oh, no. Oh. Plot twist. <laughs> um, I've, it's a little, I've got a little patch thing in here, right? And then it goes to my phone and it tells me my blood sugar on my phone and whether it's going up or down or whether I need to do anything with it. Love I've got that for my central heating. <laughs> It's the same thing. Yeah. And my doorbell. My doorbell rang during the podcast two weeks ago. Oh, you've ago. got that, yeah, that yeah. app thing. Yeah. Are they sponsoring you? No. Right. So we won't mention them by name. <laughs> <laughs> Until they do. Um, good. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, good luck with Thank the, you. the diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they find a cure. <laughs> Doesn't come across as particularly sincere, Richard, I'll be honest. <laughs> The, du- the double fingers crossed. Because, <laughs> of course, fingers crossed could also mean you're yeah. saying it but secretly don't want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, they find a cure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after they've cured all the other illnesses. Oh, I mean, it's on a list. Where, whereabouts on the list? <laughs> well, you... like all the big ones, you know. The big boys. Cancer, I'd like them to cure yeah, that first. I mean, if someone tells us, they said, Rich, yeah. we're going to cure. Five diseases. Yeah. <laughs> Diabetes wouldn't be on there. Yeah. So we're going to do... We, can't, we can do five. It can be any disease. Yeah. I'm like a... <laughs> I'm like a doctor genie. Yeah. I've been given two extra wishes. Right. Just so you can... But I want you to think about diabetes. Yeah. And it'll be, 
you can only have one wish for each kind of diabetes. You can't just say all diabetes. Yeah, that's one, two, double diabetes. Some people have double diabetes and look up what it not, was, but no, I fancy Not true, that. you've invented that. <laughs> you look it up, double diabetes. If I look up double diabetes, that's the thing, is it? Is it right there on WebMD next to growing hairs out your dick? <laughs> There's all sorts of diabetes. <laughs> I, could take, oh, I could take five types of diabetes out, or... Uh, cancer. I'd, yeah. I'd take five different types of cancer. Cause take that more, yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, my question is, who's asking this question <laughs> and why have they come to you? <laughs> I just won the yeah. bit of lottery or something. A lottery? Yeah. I won the Dr. Genie <laughs> lottery. <laughs> of you get one person every t- thousand years gets to choose five, five diseases. Five, Jesus got it. Yeah. He did, lepr- he did some, some leprosy. He, did, he didn't do all leprosy. He, did, though, he did said, he? I'll do 11 lepers. He did 11 lepers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Come demon, on. Cast the out demons. He did. That he was... did crucifixion. He cured that. He didn't. He did. <laughs> That's the one thing he didn't. He cured it in himself. Yeah, in himself. Yeah. The two fuckers on either side of him didn't get the cure, <laughs> did they? Death. He cured death, Lazarus. Yeah. And type 5 diabetes. He <laughs> <laughs> took one diabetes out. I mean, no offence to people with diabetes. I actually... It's probably some offence to people with diabetes. No, I reckon no. I'd take out a few of the big I'd boys first. If I, if I happen to win the Dr. Genie lottery. <laughs> <laughs> so, your middle name is Stevenson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get more reaction from you than that. Yeah, Stevenson. What's Stevenson? It's, it's, that's my middle name, it's Stevenson. What's going on with that? Well, it's not a fucking middle name for a start, is it? <laughs> it's not, it's a surname. Yeah. It's very much a surname. It's with a PH as well, which is known as the cunt's way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I think my granddad's middle name was Stevenson. I think his granddad before him had yeah. the middle name Why Stevenson. Why did whichever one was first get that as a middle name when it's not a middle name? Uh, well, actually, here's, here's the interesting thing. Okay. I've just realised, as I've started saying, it's not interesting in the slightest. <laughs> so, my dad's called Andrew Gamble, but my granddad was also called Andrew Gamble, but his middle name was Stevenson. <laughs> but when my dad Andrew was born, everyone started calling my granddad Steve. So, <laughs> I did warn you it wasn't as interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine if, it was, if his middle name was Steve, but his middle name's Stevenson. Yeah, so he's not. but they couldn't call him Stevenson. But like, <laughs> some, if, you call some, if you call someone Steve, it doesn't, yeah. that's not their birth name, is it? They're normally called Steven, so you've just shortened it. Richard. <laughs> it's trivial pursuits. <laughs> it's definitely trivial pursuits. His middle name's Stevenson. Just yeah, but my sister's more. middle name is Montgomery. That's <laughs> more. <laughs> you have never been on a stag night. No, never been on a stag night. No. no. Why not? Well, I don't know. I just clearly don't have any friends. No. <laughs> I've been on... two stag nights. <laughs> that took a was... long time to count to two, didn't <laughs> it? One of them was mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, get, I'm getting married next year, so I, oh, yeah. I, I, potentially the first stag do I go on will be my own. Mm. What, do you do, what do you do on them? What are you supposed oh, to do? They're so bad. Yeah. They're really bad. What? I organised one and I had and I had one. I must have been on more than that. But like, well, I, I took well, I did. I took my uh, my groom 
What do you call him? Your like, groom. I'm the best man. <laughs> he's not he your groom. <laughs> That's he's not like, how it works. I'm the best man. Yeah. It means if he, if he get, gives up on his wife, the, uh, the, he becomes together. your. Yeah, we're together. You think that's how the contract <laughs> <Yes>. works? <laughs> that as best man, you're there as a sub. Yeah. If you do a really good job on the stag night, yeah. just get together. Yeah. <laughs> forget about the wedding. I took him to Chessington Wood of Adventures. Wow. <laughs> it was good. Wow. It was good. And have you ever been a best man since then? <laughs> no. No, weird, that. I took Jesse World Adventures. Then Not we even the best theme park. <laughs> it was near. It was near. Oh, yeah. Then he was my best man, and he took me to some fucking war museum or something. Fucking useless. You two hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> a war... You we went to a war museum on your stag do? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> what, we had what? to go on a boat and everything. It was miles away. That's awful. Yeah. Did you get pissed or anything? Was it like, did you like get yeah, tied yeah, to a did. cannon or something? What we was going? We did get drunk, but only around the war museum bit in the middle. <laughs> I don't like. I'm not interested in war. Very disrespectful to get drunk before the war museum, really, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. I was meant to go on Al Murray's stag night, but it was the night after uh, this morning. Richard, not June. No, it's actually Fist of Fun. One of the series of Fist of Fun finished, and I was yeah. too drunk, <laughs> and my alarm clock didn't go off in time. <laughs> I had a Thunderbirds 2 alarm clock that didn't go off at 4.30 and I missed the Eurostar weekend. Oh, was that the one that you had to lift it off to stop the alarm going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my cousin had one of yeah. those. <laughs> Anecdotes. So I've been invited, you know, at least two stag nights, so that's better than you. What did I, Al Murray do on his stag do? He went to... I mean, I think he would have gone to a war museum. He went with, I, think, I think he suggested the war museum. <laughs> I think he went, hey, Mike, Mike, why don't you take Richard like to war? war. <laughs> <laughs> he got what exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, he, he went. I don't know. I think, I think there was some. I think there was a story about some uh, someone bananas on stage with the strippers and stuff at the war museum. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what started the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, they I thought was it was Franz Ferdinand got hit by a flying banana <laughs> thrust from the pelvis. I learnt this fact from your new Radio X. Show, which oh, may still be on in the autumn. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Contractually, it should still be on okay, by the autumn. Yes. With Matthew Crosby? Yes. You've been through a few double-act partners in your time. Look, got to crank them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, like work, I like working with other people. Yeah. It's quite it's exciting to be doing a show with Matthew. Mm. He's very good. He is good. You're both very good. Thank you. It's good fun. We've only done two weeks so on far. On the podcast, so. you don't need to put out the links to songs when that's it. What? There's a bit in the podcast that goes, now coming up next, this song. I don't need that, because you're not allowed to play the song. OK. Um, so, <laughs> have you brought me here to give me some editing notes? <laughs> <laughs> don't need to put that bit out. <laughs> that was The Killers. Now, yeah, sometimes we say an amusing thing yeah, off the back of Sometimes the... you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what I could have been listening to instead of you <laughs> introducing stuff. But also, you, but you can listen to the whole show on the Radio X app. Yeah. If you, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it on one and a half times speed on my podcast. <laughs> Do you actually? You're one I of did, those nuts. I did accidentally put it on one and a half speed today as yeah. I was on the train back from uh, Devon for the second time in two weeks. Yeah. And uh, I think I, even though I've said, admitted that that's a lie, I think, I think they still believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I accidentally put uh, David Tennant talking to Michael Faheen yeah. uh, on one and a half speed. And I thought, hey, this is a good way to cut my listening to podcast time. 
in not quite half. Does it not ruin the enjoyment of it? It's quite good fun. Yours was all right. Yours didn't really sound that much different. With David Tennant fast, it was a bit too fast. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sheen was about all right. You two guys can't tell the difference. Yeah, we... Um, quite slowly, I think. We so. deliberately speak at half speed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How much speed would you have to be at to make one and a half speeds normal? That's oh, it's definitely... It's a good question that's not worth working out right it now. Is that <laughs> yeah. Anyone know? Anyone do that straight off the top? Two-thirds. I was going to say two-thirds. Is that the answer? We're good, aren't we? We? Good, good bit of math. <laughs> me, me and Andy McH and uh, Reese got it, didn't you? Reese got it. Where are all your friends, Reese? You... <laughs> <laughs> if you need someone to come on a stag night with. <laughs> this is your guy. You're working in London, it's fine. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's welcome here. Um, should we try and speak at two-thirds speed yeah. to see how people, if people are listening to I this? I don't second. want people to put me now, put that into people's minds. Yeah. They might do that to me. Well, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I... why I've also started speaking like a sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're listening to <laughs> I talk pretty fast, I think. So, I Ooh. think, like, if you're listening to me normally on one and a half speed, I mean, you're basically... Take me out. I'll be just. <laughs> What's that beat? <laughs> People listen to me on double speed think that it's a B interview. <laughs> Which is quite a good podcast. It's a good. Well, I mean. <laughs> the person. Bearing in mind some of the other podcasts you've done in the past, that is a good idea for a podcast. <laughs> Gonna do it. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, and it's, I, I don't really like you doing, jumping on the podcast bandwagon late in the day. I bet you I've been doing podcasts for so long and you come along, Johnny come lately. 
Never having done podcasts before. As you well know, that bandwagon, I crafted the wheels. <laughs> um, but we, st- we started doing a podcast before you, Richard. Yeah. As you well know. But that's, you, your, that's what you claim. Well, it's, I mean, we can, we can find the There's no facts. way to find that out. There's no way. way to find <laughs> if only there was some sort of record of these things. <laughs> some sort of historic record. There is uh, and then not done, not done one for a while, and now I'm doing, doing, doing two now. Yeah. So, Acaster, we had Acaster on recently. Yeah, doing mm. Off Menu with him, food yeah. podcast. More of those coming up? Yeah, more coming up in a few why, weeks, I think. Why, do you do, why don't you do them every week? Uh, because we're, um, the schedules are difficult, right. um, because we're both very busy. <laughs> <laughs> James is w- really busy. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's, James, a ge- he's a genie in your podcast. He's a genie so in the he could podcast. Do the, he could do the, the disease thing. He's strictly a food-based genie. Oh, okay? we, we could do a special, of course. We'll get you on to do a special <laughs> yeah. where we do diseases instead of food. <laughs> what about foods that can give you diseases? Oh, great. We're doing it. There's those people who've died from listeria recently in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they had start by eating those sandwiches. Yeah. No, that's good. Then... Ebola cakes. Yeah. Is it bad? Yeah. Ebola cakes. Yeah. yeah. Cakes with Ebola in them. Yeah. Oh, I know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're cakes around the outside just to lure you in. Yeah. And then if you bite in, big A full Ebola. of Ebola. Ebola. A what, and then they called Ebola. <laughs> the Ebola crawls out. Down your... <laughs> you go up the bum or down the throat. That's the thing with the Ebola. That's, yeah, that's how it works. You can use the string, up, the hair up your penis to. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it That's you, there. Yeah. You can yeah. pull it out of your butt. Yeah. Um, are they called Ebola cakes? Because <laughs> it, seems, it seems a lot of trouble to disguise the Ebola by <laughs> wrapping it in cake they and then call t- it an Ebola cake. They only tell you after you've eaten it. They only tell you after yeah. you've yeah, eaten what it. Was, what was that? Ebola cake. It's like when. Where is this happening, sir? <laughs> the Ebola country. The Ebola country. <laughs> It's got to start somewhere, isn't it? Um, Best place for it to start. You I can uh, bite someone. Can bite. You can bite a person, and then. Oh, is this a new disease? Yeah. Food? All right. Okay. Sorry, I thought we were still sep- on Ebola case. Then they get septicemia. Right. So I mean, you we'll, eat a person. We'll let you know what dates we've got. <laughs> okay. That'd be fine. <laughs> it's good. It's a very good podcast. Thank you. Me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Someone else is doing one about food. If you, you know There's that? a few food ones yeah. kicking around, yeah. It's, a it's big... the sort of same idea. I've been inviting another... I haven't been invited on um, yours, even though I no. gave uh, James quite a few ideas. Well, I, yeah, I, I, listened, I listened to your interview with James, and yeah. all of your food was connected to quite tragic events. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've told me you want to do one about Ebola cakes. <laughs> So, I'm not sure. Do, do you but think there might be a reason that you, you've not been invited on it? Food and death are linked, though, aren't they? Food is a way to try and stave off death, but ultimately we can't... You know what? I've never thought that. <laughs> ultimately I've never been can't. chucking into Christmas dinner and thought, oh, well, another day without death. <laughs> what it is. Don't consciously think about it, because you do it every day. It's like, breathe, don't consciously think about breathing, then you start thinking about it. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I'm breathing. If is I this... stopped breathing, I would die. Yeah. If you stopped eating, you would die. You're going to do a podcast about breathing, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but... going to do a podcast where I count my breaths. 
you think that's why we like food? Why we like food, then? Yeah. Saving off debt. And things have to die often to give you. Well, always, really, don't they? Something dies to Not give always. you food. Vegetables? They die. The I've vegetables never seen don't a vegetable die. survive. Sometimes a pea goes all the way through, but when you. <laughs> you try to. If you try to. If you try to re eat it, it's full of. this poo in. Don't do that. It looks like it's yeah. a pee, but it's not a pee. But some, some, sometimes a pee ends up getting caught up in your arse head. It, it does. Yeah. Be careful. That's why I won't go and get it done. But the vegetables don't die, though. Do you, do you imagine do the vegetables die. dying? Because they what? die. That's why yeah. some people won't eat vegetables unless they like fruit unless it's fallen off a tree and is already dead. That's fruitarian. So yeah. Fruit and ironically, they're the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, if you have um, Weetabix, mm. there's not like those those. Wheat's going in the air. <laughs> it was nice to leave home. Mum and Dad are all right. They're all yeah. slain for your Weetabix. All the wheat. It's not coming back, is it? <laughs> that is gone. They're not even growing any more wheat with the wheat that you've got because you've fucking yeah. eaten it. Yeah. Well, like I say, we'll... It's like we'll... you've killed it and you've eaten this babies. Mm. So we'll give you a call about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why you won't have me on. It's good. it's good, though, anyway, you've done well. Thank you. And the Radio X show's good. Thank you. If that's still going? It will be. And... <laughs> Not sure? sure. Um, I'm going to ask you some emergency questions from old school, because I've left my new school book at home. Oh. Have you ever seen the UFO? It's Michael Sheen's uh, emergency question. What? Have you ever you, seen You've it? asked him already? No, he asked me it. Oh, right. I hadn't, and then he, he you... has... You've written thousands of emergency questions. How did you not think up, have you ever seen a UFO? <laughs> I, think I, I think I have written something like that. But, you know, right. but I'm going to give it to Michael Sheen, you know, because he hasn't got much in his life. Apart <laughs> <laughs> from his successful job. Um, I've never seen a UFO, Richard, no. because I don't think... Oh, come on, exists. they do exist. But if, if you see a UFO, yeah. it's identified. No, you don't it? know what it is. Yeah, but you've... It's flat, it's there, going, what is that? But if you say that's a UFO, yeah. then it becomes an IFO. No, it is, because you're saying it's... <laughs> you can't say, uh, there's a bird flying past, oh, that's a penguin. I've identified it. It's an unidentified flying bird. Well, that's a phrase you use, is it? <laughs> if, I, if I haven't recognised... Unlike the event that I haven't recognised... Yeah, so, oh, saw a Saw a UFB today. <laughs> So you probably have seen the UFO. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> OK, this is not really a question. <laughs> King Herod never killed any children. Discuss. <laughs> what, I, I want to know your angle on it first. Well, why it is uh, King Herod, you know, in this, the, the Bible... I'm aware of his work. Yeah, OK. Uh, <laughs> he killed the firstborn... Why does that not get mentioned anywhere but the Bible? He's a historical figure. You'd think if he'd gone out one day and killed everyone's firstborn child, yeah. someone might have written about that in the papers or something. In the papers? Yeah. <laughs> or another historian might go, King Herod, known for that time, he's needlessly killed loads of babies and didn't even get the one he was after. So they don't mention it in the history book? It's not in any history book. But it is in the... It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Oh, I'm saying it's made up right. by Christians... Yeah. To try and make King Herod look like a bad guy a slur. when he was all right. So King Herod was all right. He was all right. With. And he didn't even kill Jesus. Well, Jesus, of course, he couldn't be killed because he cured death. He did. 
Not that early on. No. If you get him early, if the new Jesus comes, get him early. <laughs> get him if done. If you want to take him out, you know. Get him I'm done like, early. Yeah. Yeah. Go back in time. Yeah. It'd be awful if you went back in time to kill baby Hitler and you accidentally killed baby Jesus. Would it? <laughs> Would it? <laughs> Look at all the bad stuff that's happened because of Jesus. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some all right stuff's happened. <laughs> La Pieta, the, the nice sculpture by Michelangelo. <laughs> that's it, though. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Have you ever seen a sculpture that's made you go, wow, that's a really good sculpture, or did they, the sculptures leave you cold, generally? <laughs> I think most sculptures impress me, actually. Do they? OK. Because where do you even start? <laughs> I mean, no, technically it's good, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mate, you can do that. But I just know if I had a... If I old... could do that, I yeah. would do that. <laughs> so, stop showing off. I can't do it, so... but I'm not going to be... If I could... That'd be easy to me. So you're not impressed by things you can't do <laughs> because you can imagine a world where you could do them. If I could do it, if I could do it, yeah. I'd have done it for I? Yeah. <laughs> so what impresses you? Stuff I've done. No. Stuff <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. But La Pieta is where, you know, I look that. That's a good one. That is not quite in proportion. Yeah. I'd send it, but if it was me, I'd go, mate, do that, that Jesus is If you too... could do that, you would have done it in proportion. <laughs> mate, Michelangelo, that Jesus is too big. <laughs> send that back. Mate, too, Jesus too big. is smaller. Jesus is out of proportion with his mother. She's cradled, or the other way around. Maybe it's Mary who's too big, I can't remember. Right. He's been cradled by his mum. He's dead. He's not a baby. Oh, not baby Jesus. No, he's a grown-up I was baby. imagining a massive baby Jesus. <laughs> I think I'm right. Now, now, now we've... I haven't looked at it for a while. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's a really big... Baby Jesus. Crucified baby Jesus. Like, like a honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be better. If I, if I could sculpt, I'd do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd get Michael Andre and say, look, yeah. see, if you can do it... <laughs> that, that's how it's easy. It. Yeah. See, if you can do it, it's, it's easy. So yeah. <laughs> Go and do something. Oh, dear. It was nice having Michael Sheen on, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was really good with Michael. Was, you asked so was many so great good. questions. Was really good, yeah, you were really good. I was back there signing your merch for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you go and buy some merch after the show. Oh, you can get some. I should have mentioned there's that. A few, there's a few books with some extra little signatures from me. I signed one as Ed Gamble from Love Island. So. <laughs> good. Um, I'll ask you some. I haven't asked you any emergency questions. This is old school emergency questions. Uh, have you ever tried tilting at windmills? What, what's it's that? It's a reference to Don Quixote. Oh. Well, no, uh, no, no. Okay. What? Give what, it a go. What, what is it? Explain Give it, it to me. Um, I don't really know what it is. <laughs> He must have tilted it at windmill at some point in the book. People that give that a go. Uh, I went on a cycling holiday in uh, in Holland, okay. and we rode past some windmills, and it's probably a bit windy, so yeah. I probably went towards one. Yeah, so I probably tilted it at a windmill. Sure. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you always run out of steam at this bit, don't I you? Do. <laughs> Why hast thou forsaken me? 
I would never forsake you. Why did Jesus say, I don't think I've asked this before, not mm. to you then, and I'm mm. like, you're after the King Herod answer, I yep. think you can answer this. <laughs> <laughs> why does Jesus say, why hast thou forsaken me on the cross? Because he knows that he's meant to be crucified and he knows that he's the son of God. Does and he, he knows though? Yeah, he's Jesus, he knows everything. <laughs> He knew Herod was going around killing all the kids and he ran away to Egypt. He's not stupid. He's got angels coming out his ass. Yes. He pulled an angel out his ass, did he? If he wanted, he could do it. That's yeah. why I'm not impressed by anything Jesus does. Um, well, why maybe, did he say that? Because it's he... a spoiler warning otherwise, isn't it? If he starts well, going like, don't... Don't worry, lads. <laughs> I'll be back in a bit. He's oh, got so to be like, just... oh, fucking hell, Dad. He's yeah. got to be angry. So he's acting. He's acting. He's acting. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a little... It's... Then it's just like a... The whole thing's set up. Yeah, it's all set up. Wow. The whole thing's... A... I should, we should... Why don't we go back, kill Jesus as a baby, <laughs> blame on Herod, it's all there. If we yeah. Go back. And then no one will remember anyway. If you could go back and kill Jesus as a baby, yeah. it's not like 2,000 years' time people go, this is the guy who killed Jesus as a baby. Yeah. Jesus will never really have existed. No one will even know that but that we'll baby's know. there. We'll know. But then what we've done is we've just killed a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, hang on, why am I coming with you? Wouldn't you come if I said I could go back to biblical times? Yeah, but th- that's a the, big old lie, I've got, isn't it? I've got the power to go back to biblical times. Just one thing. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to kill one baby. I'd, I'd, I'd say no. It's not even necessarily a specific one. You'll get to see your biblical times. You'll definitely meet Jesus. It'll be great. Come on. I'm not come stupid. Back. I think I could put two and two together. <laughs> then you go, come back to biblical times. We're going to kill a baby. Uh, oh, by the way, you'll get to meet Jesus. <laughs> I think you'd have to tell me, come to biblical times, and yeah. then when we're there, you'd have to go, oh, we've got a couple of errands to run. If you did kill Jesus as a baby, mm. what kind of world do you think you would come back to that when Jesus wasn't here? <laughs> wow, this is, this is a... I mean, Biblical Emergency Questions is a great <laughs> new book idea. I don't know, man. It'd be different, wouldn't It'd it? It'd just be different, yeah. I'm sure someone else would have been Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, you know... It's the plot of Life of Brian, really, isn't it? <laughs> and good night, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you an emergency question that isn't about Jesus, hold on. Okay. What if it is about Jesus? What is the strangest thing you've ever found in your fridge? Is it Jesus? <laughs> it's Jesus. The baby Jesus, yeah. Um, the strangest thing I've ever found in my fridge? Some pills. No? Yeah. I think some, my girlfriend's got some probiotics in there or something. Oh. And I don't, I don't... Are you supposed to keep those in the fridge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do probiotics do? I should maybe ask you. Uh, I don't know. Do you have some in your fridge? Yeah. Uh, they, for your guts? Are they putting bacteria in your guts? Because there's not enough bacteria in there already. They probably ferment. You're drinking this stuff. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there you go. There you are from the audience. Have you got what it takes to be a steeplejack? <laughs> You're going to have to remind me what a steeplejack is. Now, a steeplejack, I do know that. Okay, good. Uh, is someone who goes jacking up a steeple. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like someone who climbs very tall structures. Generally, a steeple could be one of them. I'm yeah. sure that's where it came from. 
Uh, steeple's an odd word, isn't it, when you take <laughs> Jack off the end? Uh, or it could be up a chimp. Fred uh, Dibner was a steeplejack. May still be a steeplejack. I'm guessing probably not. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, unfortunately he succumbed to type 5 diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> he went up all sorts of chimneys and stuff. What did he do up there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question. That's a, that's a longer answer than we can really give what in the remaining time. What, what Just check the steeple's all right. <laughs> Right. Let's have a look at Let's it. Check it's all all right. Check the steeples. Yeah, I reckon I've got what it takes. Uh, he to be probably a he probably blew them up. Did he blow, blew up some steeples? Yeah, blew up. Some, blew up some why steeple. did he go up there then? Have a look at it then. And then blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a pointless job, really. Uh, I I reckon I could climb you, up the tall thing. I'm fine, fine with heights. Okay. Yeah, I'd quite like it actually. Yeah. If there was a harness. Not sure there is a harness. <laughs> not in those, not in Fred Dibner's time. No. It's like jo- John Noakes. You see John Noakes going up. I mean, this is probably for. I've been watching quite a lot of old Blue Peter clips on YouTube. Mm. This is before hey, your time. Do you remember John Richard, Noakes? Are you, um, are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the younger comedians ask me this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched like, everything, going, seen, everything going good. Have you seen the Blue Peter clip? Well, I was watching the Blue Peter. They come up on Facebook sometimes, right? Right. Maybe it's just the old people. Yeah, I don't... Uh, and there's one that was... The... I like you think Blue Peter <laughs> clips come up on everyone's Facebook. <laughs> they come up on Facebook. They're mad about them on Facebook, the Blue Peter clips. There's one about them burying the uh, time capsule in 1971. Who remembers this from Blue Peter, yeah? They buried a time capsule to be opened in the year 2000 at BBC yeah. TV Centre. So then I went to look for them opening the, t- the time cut, because it's 2000 is past Sure, now. yeah. So I thought, hey, let's go and see what that's yeah. like. Children desperately asking for dinner in the background. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, please feed us. <laughs> Daddy's busy! <laughs> and they, you go, to, and then they actually buried another one in 1984, Simon Groom and Janet Ellis. I don't know why I didn't know that. They buried Simon Groom no, and Janet they... Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> and they dig that one up first. Sodden. <laughs> it's Sodden. <laughs> Yeah. It's full of just water, everything's falling apart. <laughs> it's just going, it was only 16 years. <laughs> Fucking destroyed everything, they in there, just picking out these mouldy bits of blue beer annuals. And they're still televising it, I don't know why. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they go, it's all right, we've got John Noakes, we've got Peter Purvis, we've got Valerie Singleton, they're all here. Yeah. They've gone searching for, they've had to move the thing across because they've built it on top of it. They put it about, about they buried it under a tree that dies. Because <laughs> it was a silver birch that doesn't last that long. Right. They dug it up, they opened it, John Noakes looks inside, says, dry as a bone. And, like he's really proud. And then they get it's like, it's all f- <laughs> It's all sodden. It's, <laughs> it's just not full of water like the 1984 one, but it's water's still... got in everything. <laughs> So what the fuck is Noakes playing at, saying it's all dry? He just saw there wasn't, like, a pool of water and he thought he'd made it. He wasn't, he wasn't, he was, just, wasn't, he was like, yep, all fine, cut. <laughs> we don't need to look why at that. Why didn't they waterproof the time capsules? <laughs> what they put, what they put in there? papier mache <laughs> What a disappointment. It's only yeah. 29 years. Have you ever buried a time capsule? Um... Thanks. Good question. Good emergency question. Uh, when I worked at Cheddar Caves, mm. I buried two ten peas under some bits of soil, thinking someone might find them in the future. 
like a prank. Yeah. Well, just no, for the future generations. I, I, used, I used to work, I did some archaeology. Yeah. And it's quite good fun to, like, often people would chuck in, when you're filling everything back in again, would throw a few things in to, like, some boots and stuff to fuck up future archaeology. <laughs> Modern day books in Anglo-Saxon times. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's I've done that. that sort of stuff. Got anything going on in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Loads, thank you. What's going on? You get, so you get married? Get married next year? It's nice. Very excited. Sure, it's, sure, it's the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, a lot of people say that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly everyone thinks it's going to work out. Yeah. Or again, why, I'll, or why I'll, do it? You know. Yeah, I'm going to ask again, Richard. Is ev- yeah. Everything all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, something you think the marriage is going to work out, and then a few years down the line, you just you're not going to bed. You're like, I'll be in in a minute, darling, and you're just watching Blue Peter clips on Facebook. <laughs> or that. You know how it is. Yeah. A marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just say, don't have kids. That's what I'd say. Okay. <laughs> just stay married. Yeah. And if you don't have kids, it'll be fine. Yeah, there's no, pl- there's no plans yeah. for kids uh, okay. uh, in the probably, near future. Sorry, because you're diabetic, you probably can't. No, that's... Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that? <laughs> what, what do you imagine the problem is? <laughs> the problem is, actually, I'm just too smooth down there. I slide right off. <laughs> gone the other way, isn't it? Yeah. It's that Velcro hair used to keep yeah. you together. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no one's having kids anymore, just <laughs> slipping off each other. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is the drunkest I've felt all in 2019. I haven't you, had a drink. You've not had a drink? No, no, but I feel quite drunk. I've noticed you, yeah, you've been really banging on about that, haven't you? I think I'm just extremely tired. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been tired doing these before. But, like, this, I've transgressed the normal. It's like a transcendental meditation. I've gone beyond tiredness. Are you, like, to some... watching yourself? Yeah, I yeah. feel like that. How do you think you're doing? Really bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad Michael Sheen went on first. <laughs> this one doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. Could I, if I just had a little sleep now... Yeah. <laughs> She'd be okay with that. Yeah, you go yeah. for it. Have a little yeah. sleep. I don't think I'm too excited. It's good. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> you can't write... You can't... Your interview technique is woeful. You can't look at someone and then just go... <laughs> what you got? Bring it. What you got? <laughs> Tell me something good about yourself. <laughs> um, I just thought the downstairs maintenance would last a lot longer. <laughs> It lasted a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask you one of my new... Oh, this is a good question for you. Uh, I had John Ronson on, and he talked about, on one of his brilliant podcasts, uh, about um, in the porn industry now, they make specific porn for Mm -hmm. people who can't get what they want on all the pornography in the world. Right. There's nothing for their particular kink. Yeah. If you could have some tailor-made porn made for you... (laughs) What would it involve? Probably, yeah, I've got some pretty specific stuff. Um, <laughs> maybe like one where it's like a live podcast. <laughs> and, and they climax and then they finish. They don't just climax and then just sort of sit about going... <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what's happened now. This is like watching a porn video where it goes like Ark of Spunk, and then they sit around going, Sue. <laughs> what have you got going on in your life? <laughs> oh, you're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it know why probably... I had to say arc of spunk there. I do <laughs> It might not work out, but, but if you're a porn star, that is true. Yeah. I, are you a porn star? I'm not a porn star, no, as far okay. as I'm aware. I'm sure uh, I will get said I, say I look like one at some point. <laughs> what is the worst thing a teacher ever said to you at school? I got a lot of Acaster from this question. I'm oh, yeah, say. but he deserved it. <laughs> Did you have a bad experience at school with a teacher saying something bad to you that stuck with you? Down the years? Um, I, I had two teachers who hated me. Yeah. There was a geography teacher who called me a horrible little boy. <laughs> so I didn't like him. No. Uh, and then there was, I had a Latin teacher. Ooh. Yeah, I'm posh. Uh, I had a Latin teacher. I never guessed from the Stevenson uh, middle. <laughs> <laughs> who really hated me. But that, I can see that as the first lesson I had with him. I couldn't stop laughing because he had loads of coins and stuff in his pockets. <laughs> And he was stood right up against the desk, so it looked like he had tiny little nub legs. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he was stood on the desk. <laughs> but he didn't move away from the desk, he was just like, move along the desk with his little nub legs, like waddling up and down the desk. So I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. But you can't explain that to someone if they ask, <laughs> why are you laughing? You can't say, because it looks like you've got little nub legs. Yeah. Um, and so he hated me from then on because wow. he thought I was laughing at him, but I wasn't. I was laughing at his And then did he give you a hard time? Yeah, really hard time. He right. said I was going to fail and stuff and said, told my mum I was going to fail Latin, but I got an A. Wow. O level or GCSE or A level? GCSE. Yeah, nice. GCSE, Latin, A. Nice. And thank God because I wouldn't be <laughs> where I am today. <laughs> What's your favourite uh, Latin phrase? You still remember? Uh, all I remember is the guys from the books, like Grumio yeah. and Quintus and those guys. So, yeah. Grumio is in Cochina, yeah. of course. He's always, always the cook. Grumio was there. <laughs> Do you remember? Oige, oige, agricoli hodi non laborant. <laughs> I don't remember books. that, but that was probably the lesson where the little nub legs were happening. <laughs> it means hooray, hooray, the farmers aren't working today. I don't need to tell you, you got an A. <laughs> <laughs> I think I even got the tense right. Well I had a great ma- I had a- I did Latin. But yeah. It was and we were just a normal school <laughs> of normal kids. Yeah, but you were you grew up in like Roman times, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is your greatest weakness apart from diabetes? <laughs> you can't take diabetes out of the equation in that question. That is if my only job, edge. If you're in a job interview for a proper job... Yeah. ..and they, and they said, what's your greatest weakness, would you say diabetes? <laughs> I have diabetes. It's I, quite a good play, I think. I think I would, yeah, because then you could be but like... diabetes, and if you don't give me the job, yeah. you are anti, like Richard Herring, anti-diabetes Anti-diabetes, people. and I'll stab you with my syringe. Yeah. Um, no, I'd say, yeah, I'd just go with diabetes, because that's my only edge as a, <laughs> as a comic. That's all I can talk about that no-one else has got. I'm diabetic. I think there that's my, a, my only... There must be only others... Only. I did a job, I, did a, I only did a few proper job interviews before. I had to do group interviews yeah. for, like, uh, telesales jobs, essentially. Oh, God, yeah. And so you get in the suit and go and sit around a table with loads of people, and they, one of the guys was like, right, OK, first question, uh, uh, tell us a song lyric that sums you up. What's your favourite song lyric and why does it sum you up? I don't, all I know is, like, heavy metal songs. <laughs> yeah. 
So the only one I could come up with was a lyric from a band called Clutch. You've got a song called Subtle Hustle. And I said, I've got your number. I'll steal your thunder. I've got your mother's maiden name tattooed on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, that'll get me the job. <laughs> it didn't get the job. That's why we're comedians, though, right? Because we can't get through that process. I don't know. I, I, all that, I, I don't like that thing of when comedians go, thank God I've got comedy. I couldn't do anything else. It's like, well, you would. Otherwise, you'd starve. <laughs> Well, of course, you can do other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you're accepting you need food to stay alive now. You've <laughs> changed your tune. <laughs> I talked you round. Um, look, it's been lovely. Look, it's time to that just flew by, didn't it? <laughs> I've had a lovely time. I've had a great time. There wasn't any awkward. I did the awkward bit on purpose to see what happened. Oh, you have You genuinely had a little mini sleep at <laughs> one point, I think. <laughs> so tired. Been up at like now we're on holiday. Don't yeah. mention it. Fuck, I'm on holiday. What am I doing this for? <laughs> fucking on holiday in Devon. What the fuck is wrong with me? This is the only time... We'd already got this one in, and this is the only time I could go with it. All yeah. family, the well, I've been, you know... I've been at Download Festival all weekend, so I'm yeah, tired as well, so mate. so you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you're high on some... <laughs> nose cocaines or something. Nose some, cocaines, uh, yeah. My, my, uh... <laughs> Ketamine. Ketamine. <laughs> I like that you were going for the whimsical not knowing the drugs and then you were like, ketamine. <laughs> That's one I genuinely know, ketamine. <laughs> Bet you had a bit of a time there, listening to music. <laughs> yeah. All the youngsters. All the youngsters. And so, uh, to be fair, Def Leppard headlined the Friday. There were no youngsters at that one. It was, just lo- it was a series of bands yeah. just singing. All, all look the same. They're all just old men, but with perfectly coiffured hair. <laughs> all singing about how hard they're going to rock you. <laughs> and they never get to the bit where they do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a promise of, gonna rock you all night. It's like, well, you better get a wriggle on. You're off in five. <laughs> anyway, I can only imagine what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Because the last thing I'd want to do is go to it and experience it. So it was fun. It's a lot of fun. No? Not into it? I've never been. I've, I've never been into that. I've never been in... So I was up the other day at 8 o'clock dancing. My daughter, my daughter wanted to dance in the morning, so we put nice. some music on and danced at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I think, you know, some people would have stayed up till 8 o'clock to dance when they were young. Mm. I was always in bed yeah. by midnight. Yeah, it but was I, very we, important to me to be... We stayed in a hotel and stuff. I can't yeah. do camping and yeah. not sleeping. So I hate festivals and music and yeah. young, young people. You hate fun. music and young people yeah. and you've just told a story about how you were dancing with your eight-year-old yeah. daughter. Yeah, that's all right. They're that young. <laughs> well, they've been waking up. They, I was up at 4.30 this morning. Fucking what, what were you doing at 4.30? My son was going, ah, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Is your son Johnny Rotter? <laughs> 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 he does like butter. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm a bit tired. But you know, going back on holiday again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you staying on your holiday? In the apartments. My mum and dad are there. Great. And my wife's mum and dad are there. Yeah. And my wife's brother is there at the moment. Yeah. He's not staying the whole time. My sister's coming at the weekend. It's a lovely family occasion. It's not a holiday though, um, is it? No. <laughs> so all I'm hoping is that something good will happen that I can turn into the third series of Relativity on Radio 4. I'm going to write six episodes of Relativity. I've got nothing. I've used a lot. So I'm hoping my dad will do something stupid. A lot of pressure on your dad. Yeah. You can see if he's got a hairy dick. That might be... <laughs>
might be, might be problematic. Anyway, it's nearly 22.22. <laughs> the time when you finish it. There it is. Yeah, 22.22. 22, yeah. <laughs> We've got a clock. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Now, that last time. You know, it's your job to end this. <laughs> that means so much fun. If I end it, I have to go back to Devon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive round of applause, Ed Campbell! Thank you very much. Uh, oh, you Thank you so much for coming. See you next time on the other You have been listening to Rahala Stapa with me, Rich Chang, and my guest, Ed Gamble. Thank you to Pest for providing the music for this podcast. Thank you to King's Place for having us. It's been lovely. Thank you to my executive producer, Finnish Dan. Thank you to my producer, to whom I am indebted. It is Ben Walker. This is the Fuzz. Go Stripe.com and Sky Potato Production. Go to GoFasterStripe.com for all your DVD download and book needs. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. No, this isn't a podcast about milk. If you like historical intrigue, a bit of culture and a sprinkling of controversy, this one's for you. I'm Rachel Stewart and I'm travelling around Europe. Following the hidden history of everyday things as they're exported through time and around the world, by force, by chance or by choice. No need to pack your bags. Just subscribe to Don't Drink the Milk wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks very much. RichardHerring.com slash Rahalastapa for those remaining Rahalastapa dates. Rahalastapa and RichardHerring.com slash Ballback slash Tour to find out all the tour dates for my upcoming stand-up. Would love to see you at those ones. Please book tickets if you can. All right, enjoy another podcast. Don't listen to anyone else's podcast but mine. Stay faithful and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.